Hello and welcome to the Soul Seeking Love podcast. My name is Alicia, but you can call me Leash. Join me each week as I go on a journey to answer life's biggest questions and probably ask a few more along the way. Thanks so much for joining. Welcome back, everyone, and happy almost, well, no, happy Valentine's Day. When this gets published, it'll be Valentine's Day. So happy Super Bowl Sunday. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope that you are all either spending time with someone you love or spending time with yourself, someone you love. So whether it's another person or you're celebrating your own self-love, you know, I hope you are celebrating, period. It is a day that should be celebrated. And with that, we're going to get right into today's topic because Valentine's Day is the day for whatever reason, even though holidays in general bring this awareness out of us, mostly Valentine's Day is the day that reminds us tragically whether or not we're alone. (laughs) And, you know, maybe it's, there's many different types of feeling alone and lonely And that's basically what I want to talk about today, those different types and how to solve them, which ironically is probably all the same way. But for me, Valentine's Day is a very, I don't want to say monumental, but it was, it's a very big day for me because for six years, that was my anniversary with Big. So not that it mattered more because of him or that he means more than anyone else that I've dated I mean he's probably it's the longest relationship so he's taught me the most but it doesn't mean I won't have great valentine's days again it just means that for six years like I had uh, another person in my life making a big deal out, out of that day and it was the day that we met so we made it our anniversary since we never officially had an anniversary um but yeah so this day weighs heavy on me every year and even before I met him, I was in this practice of doing self-love, self-care on Valentine's Days because before that, I had had a very intense breakup before I met Mr. Big. So I met him on Valentine's Day, a day that I had spent pampering myself. And part of that day was spent at the gym, which is how we met. But I think I went and got like my hair done and I got a massage. Like I do that every single year. It's my ritual with or without a man. Like I tried to this year unfortunately. I actually am not doing it and I was sick last week. So I basically have been just relaxing and taking time for me and not doing anything. But normally I spend the day like getting a massage and facial and if I wasn't working, I would, but I probably will do something this next weekend where I take time for me and like center myself and ground myself and really show myself some love and appreciation. But yeah, that was always a thing for me. And then meeting him on that day kind of made it, I I was just more aware of it. You know, I was just like a really aware of Valentine's day. And I think it's a beautiful day and I think that love should be celebrated. And I think that we have this tendency to make it more than what it is. And if we're alone, we're so much more alone. And if we are not alone, we need to have this grand romantic gesture. And 
that's just not reality. That's just not life. That's just not feasible, tangible. So how do we stay grounded in our love for ourselves and maybe for our partner, but more so for ourselves? And how do we make sure that that feeling of loneliness, whether it's because you're literally alone or because you don't feel um a sense of reciprocation in your relationship or like there's a mutual love like maybe you're not feeling on the same wavelength as your partner so you have this rift of loneliness or detachment we'll say um either way how do you ground yourself and show up for yourself and discern between true loneliness or an unmet need and i've been thinking about this a lot so Again, Valentine's Day is a a day that I'm just acutely aware of. And the other day I woke up, I couldn't sleep. I've I've had this cold all week, so not the plague, thank God. But I've had this cold on and off and I couldn't really talk in the beginning of the week. So I couldn't work because my job is speaking and I had to take a couple days and I was not sleeping the best, but I was sleeping more because I was sick. So I wasn't necessarily getting quality sleep. I was just sleeping often, if that makes sense. So Friday morning, I think it was, I woke up at like 5 a.m., maybe before. And I had gone to bed, not like super early, like 10 or 11, but I was, I, I just woke up like just wide the fuck awake and my alarm was not set until later because I didn't have to work till later I figured I'd get my extra sleep because I've been sick and like I was just planning on having a slow easy morning and I did but I got out of bed like I could not fall asleep again so by 6 a.m I like I woke up and I put on tv I made I made uh tea and I just like relaxed I got some breakfast whatever but like I was fucking pissed off. I was so mad. And and like I just woke up angry because, you know, the days that you can sleep in and like you want to sleep in because you want that extra sleep, your body just doesn't let you. And then on the days that you have to wake up early, like you can't and you hit the snooze button or you're late for work or you miss your alarm and then you're in a panic. Like why? 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 I'm going totally off topic, but like this is just something that just drives me nuts anyway. Like can we all just get on the same page with the sleep schedule here? Thanks. Anyway, um, I woke up and I chose fucking violence. I decided to be a menace to society that day. And I sent a soliloquy of a text message to Mr. Big because I just wanted to fucking fight with someone. I really did. I was mad. I was angry. I didn't feel well. Like it was Valentine's Day. I didn't have a date. I didn't have whatever. Like not that I can't have a date. Not, Not that there's nobody that's interested in me. Not that I have nobody in the whole fucking world that I talk to. I do. My point is. I don't have anything set up. I will be working all day. I didn't get good sleep. I've been sick. I didn't have time for my self-care routine because I didn't want to schedule anything in case it was the plague that I was sick with, right? So I canceled my fucking plans and I was just angry. So I'm like, you know what? It's this motherfucker's fault. And there was literally no reason for me to be mad at him. I just like decided to get mad at him. I kind of had a reason, but we're not going to get into that today. We're probably not going to get into that at all, but basically... I just went off on a rant and was so mad and just started screaming. And he, oh, he used to match my energy. 
and this was toxic when we were together because what I did was fucking toxic. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm amazing. Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like that was a good idea. But I felt the need to be toxic. And I'm glad that I did because I was pissed. I was like, I'm alone. He's not. I can't fucking believe that somebody else is going to spend our anniversary with him. Like, and we're not even a thing and I don't want him back and blah, 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 blah. Like, the point is... I was just pissed off that I was alone and my day was not going the way I expected it to. And I felt like taking it out on him. And normally he would match my energy and come back at me and start freaking out or ghost me, which is even worse. And instead, like the conversation turned into like, have a great day. You know, thank you so much for the conversation and blah, blah, blah. And it was it was interesting because it really does show like how much we've grown. But I also was, you know... Big's my mirror. And we had that relationship where we just triggered the fuck out of each other all the time. We still do. That's why, like, he's the person that I want to scream at. Because the shit that's going on in his life is so opposite the shit that's going on in my life. Right now, at least. And even when we were together, we were not on the same page quite often. So the shit that he does triggers me just because it's the opposite and it's like basically I'm living the life that he wishes he could live and he's living the life sort of that I wish I I was like close enough but there are elements of my life that like he can't have and wants and vice versa with me and it like drives each it drives us crazy it absolutely drives us fucking nuts like it's always been like this we trigger the fuck out of each other and it forces us to like conquer our own demons so mine was loneliness on friday like i was i was sick i was tired i was alone like i just wanted somebody to like send me flowers and make me breakfast because i was sick and it was valentine's day coming up and i just i fucking deserve that shit and i did it for myself okay i did it for myself anyway so i'm not like having a pity party here but yeah i just like was annoyed so i went off and then i felt like better because i got it off my chest and then i started thinking about like well why do i feel lonely anyway So I felt lonely because I literally am alone, as in single. And yet, it's not like I want to be with someone specific. It's not like I feel... I date often, and I talk to people often, and I try to put myself out there and be vulnerable and be open-hearted and be receptive to the possibility of meeting someone anyone at any time that could be amazing like friend boyfriend you know whatever but I I just haven't met anyone in a while that really piques my curiosity and the ones that do don't stick around so It's this really difficult game. And I think any single person, especially in their 30s, if you make it to your 30s and you're still single, kudos. Because let me tell you, and this is not a knock on married people, but please just understand. If you got married in your 20s, you will not understand this. Just like I will not understand what it's like to be married in my 20s. But being single in your 30s means you probably could have settled but didn't. And chose better. And I'm not saying it's easy to get married when you're young and stay married. 
at least let me let me preface it by saying like if you're married in your early 20s and you're still married kudos because that's just as hard as what what we're doing out here single in our 30s you're choosing not to fucking give up and not settle just because that's what people do it's just it's easy to get divorced right so like if you're still married after 10 15 years and you're totally different fucking people in your 30s like most of us are kudos to you because you you chose not to settle and be better together and you just happen to find your person early in life and that's amazing but the flip side of that coin is meeting people who you know are not going to be there for you and continue to grow and evolve in the way that you need and saying you know what you're almost there and you're great and you're wonderful and I appreciate you but I can do better there's more and I'm holding out and it's fucking hard because to be honest with you the majority of people are out there settling majority you might be one of them. I definitely was. We, we all are at some point, but the majority of us continue to choose settling because being alone is way fucking harder than settling. Settling is easy. It requires no change, no growth, no getting out of your comfort zone, nothing. It, it just requires that you show up every day, not even with any effort. So yeah, most of us settle or have settled. I refuse because me as the person is growing and evolving and changing and becoming better every single fucking day. And I'm not perfect, but you damn well better believe I'm going to work my ass off to try and be perfect every single fucking day. And I demand that out of a partner. I don't ask. I don't wish. I don't hope. I demand it. And that's not fucking easy to do. It's not because here's what happens. The men that show up that have the most potential that I see the future with and I see a possibility of growth being there and connection and compatibility and all that good stuff. Passion is important. Intensity is important. I'm intense. You better match it. So anyone that I meet that has that, they're either the timing is off or yeah, mostly it's just timing. It, it's like the timing is off or they're not, they're not willing to do the work at that point in time. So it's still a timing thing where like, it's there, but they're not there. Like the possibility, the capability is there, but they're not there. It felt that way for me and Big for a while, but now I'm at the point where I don't know that he'll ever, he'll ever change. So that's like, again, not settling. Like when you realize like the same, that you're spinning your wheels and it's the same thing over and over, that's when you have to move. Cause I'm not saying still, like I'm not spinning my wheels. Like I, I'm, I'm done with that life. So my partner needs to be able to keep up and I can't I don't I don't have the energy or the time anymore to teach someone to do it you have to be willing to do it on your own and wanting to do that but um I'm kind of digressing off the topic of loneliness but no it's still the same right so settling is easy and choosing to find someone that matches you is is difficult but that's what I am choosing to do and it's hard because yeah, you either meet someone and you're immediately like, nah, there's nothing here. Or you're like, oh, there's something here, but I don't know if they are ready for this. And that's where I'm at. Like, the only people I've met that I felt like could be ready, you know, or could be the a person that I could see myself growing with, um, they're not ready. So that's been the struggle. And I, I constantly have this inner critic, this voice in my head telling me, well, you're the fucked up one then because people must be looking at you and thinking you're not worth it or you're, 
you're the one that's settling or you're the one that's not capable of growth or whatever movement but that they can't possibly like know me better than me so yeah I might meet someone and not think that they're right for me but it's based off of my own perception of myself so my job is to work on myself so much or just be so authentic in myself that I am not confused by the projections I'm not confused by someone else's inability to be authentic. I see that instead of seeing something that maybe I'm confused about. Because if you don't know yourself, if you're not really strong in your authenticity to yourself, if you're easily swayed one way or another because you have no commitment to what you truly want, anyone's ideas can come and change you and mold you. And I'm not saying that that shouldn't happen anyway, but if you're authentic in yourself, you know, oh yeah, this this something actually does need to change. Anyway, again, digressing off the subject of loneliness. So I was thinking about how I'm alone and I was thinking about all these things, how I'm not settling. And there's a part of me that's like, yeah, you're awesome. You're going to find the person and you, you're going to be fucking great. And then there's another part of me that's like, what if that person just doesn't exist and I'm holding out for some sort of perfectionism that isn't real, which I don't really believe that I'm doing, but this is what the critic says. And I was like, well, what's so bad about being alone anyway? You know, I try to fight the voice in a more kind and compassionate way, but what is it really that makes us feel alone? It's the lack of some something or someone else. So to be lonely is to feel like you have no one to share things in life with. Well, what do I want to share? So I started there. I was like, okay, so what is it that I really... Do I miss like connection, a physical connection? Is it, is it intimacy? Is it just like literally having a physical body around me to hold me or hug me or cook me breakfast or just kiss me good morning like is that is that what I'm lacking because if that's all I want I I could probably have that right now it doesn't even have to be in the context of a relationship I could probably get that right now if I wanted it okay so if I get it right now is that gonna fill the void Mm, no that's not quite it so is it romantic yeah, okay, so it's it's sharing your day with someone. It's more like I feel like I have nobody to tell my achievements in life, the bad days in life. But then I thought about that more and I was like, wait a second, I have some really good friends. And I'm at, I'm at the point in my life where, again, single, 34 years old, my friends are family. I have chosen my family. Yes, I have family and they're a very good support system. But do I... Do they know my innermost secrets the way a partner would? No, I'm not that close with most of them. Some of them, maybe. But even then, not really. So the intimacy that you have with that person, like your person, your best friend, that you tell everything to, like your partner. I had that with Big, and we actually said that. That's something that's like we haven't had again, and it's easy to miss that. It's easy to feel lonely when you don't have that. But you know what? I don't have somebody that like every day I say good morning and good night to and tell them about my day and like share my goals and like work through my struggles with. But I have a really good group of women 
that I talk to, that I can talk to about whatever the fuck is going on. So is it the same person every single time? Not necessarily. But do I have a really true and supportive system or group of women around me that I can go to? Yes. So is it really that even? No. And I thought about it. And here's what it is. And I, I had this argument with a friend. And, and, and people in relationships, they, they don't quite get this. Because yes, there's freedom in being alone. And I can do whatever the fuck I want. And I can go on dates with whoever the fuck I want. And sleep with whoever the fuck I want. And talk to whoever the, and flirt with and do whatever the fuck I want. Literally. I have packed my bags and got on a plane for the weekend to do whatever the fuck I want. I literally can do that. That's my life. And I'm not going to apologize or feel sorry if I'm triggering anyone. I literally can do whatever the fuck I want. Nobody tells me otherwise. And yes, it's amazing. But it's lonely. It is lonely. It's great and it's freeing and it's wonderful. But I want someone by my side. So then I thought about that want. I don't need it. I have a support system. I'm financially taken care of. I'm supporting myself. I have these great women in my life. I feel like there's a purpose to my life. I feel like my life is worth living. Like There's just so many wonderful things that I could say. I want someone else to do this with. And that's when it clicked. There's an abundance here. There's an overabundance of love and openness and vulnerability and authenticity and passion and intensity that I have with myself. I have a great fucking time with myself alone. I really do. But it's so great. Like, somebody else should reap the benefits of this. I would kill to have a man I want to kill. (laughs) I would love to have a man to take care of, to take care of me, to come home to, to share things to get on a plane together and go somewhere for a weekend yeah I like doing it alone but it would be so nice if I had someone to carry my shit through the airport for me hello (laughs) but don't worry I'll make the snacks for the plane like you know I want that and it's okay to feel lonely because I want that and it's not because I haven't addressed the fact that I'm scared of being alone I'm not scared of being alone I'm just tired of it. I'm tired. And you know what? You sleep better with somebody next to you. And that's what I want. I want to have great sleep again. I miss that. I wake up at five in the morning and choose violence because I shouldn't be awake at five in the morning unless someone is cooking me fucking pancakes. And that didn't happen the other day. I I, I made them myself. (laughs) You know? That's what the fuck I want. That's what I'm ready for. And if you're lonely because of that same feeling and you've done the healing, you've done the work and you are cool with being alone, you like spending time with yourself and you dance at the Super Bowl halftime show in your kitchen alone because you know what? It's just a, it was a great show and I wanted to watch it. And I didn't have to like make a big deal out of going to watch it with someone else just so I could. I just watched it for my own fucking entertainment and it was wonderful. But... If you're that person and you feel all these things and you still feel like that emptiness of being alone, transmute it into longing and ambition and hopefulness. 
you know, I said I was a hopeless romantic yesterday to someone. And they said, I don't even remember who. And they're like, well, are you hopeless or hopeful? Because you haven't given up yet. Because I, I haven't. I'm putting myself out there and I'm vulnerable and I am dating and I'm trying. And yeah, I don't think it's a hopeless romantic anymore. It's a hopeful romantic. Because I'm hopeful that there will be someone else to receive this abundance of fun and love and passion from me that I already give myself. So the trick is, here's the answer. What are you lacking? Why do you feel lonely? What's the lack there? What are you missing? And if it's really missing and it's really something you need, then give it to yourself. Fucking give it to yourself. And I don't want to hear that it's not the same going on vacation alone or it's not the same, you know, watching the Super Bowl alone or not going to a party. It's not the same having sex with yourself. Okay, no, it's not. But if you're not doing it alone, why the fuck are you going to do it with somebody else and then be happy? Then it's on them. You have to do it first for yourself. You If you're not happy alone, if you're not happy living your life alone, you're not going to be happy just because there's another person living your life. The same shit's still going to be there. So I feel like I've eliminated the shit. And now it's at the point where I'm just like, ready, waiting. Here I am. Where are you? Show up for me. And it's not hopeless. Maybe it's hopeful. But at the end of the day, it's a waiting game. And that's, that's why it sucks. Because it's an unknown. It's an uncertainty of when it's going to happen. And it's blind faith and trust in the universe that you're going to continue to do the same things for you and love yourself and put yourself out there and be vulnerable and make yourself happy, hoping that there will be other people to share it with or a person and it feels like you're going insane because you're doing the same thing over and over again you're opening up your heart and trying to find someone or something that will open theirs as well and in the process you have to endure pain in the process you have to allow that not everything that comes into that open space will be good and then you have to work to close it And then reopen it and mend it and heal. And that's painful and it's fucking hard. But you have to do it. It has to be done or it won't happen. And that's where I'm at. And it's it's a different process than continually showing up for a partner that you know is going to continually show up for you or at least... You know, in the context of that commitment, like while you're actually committed, yes, that like you've chosen that and that's happening. Not in a relationship where there's uncertainty. That's similar to being single, right? You have to have blind faith that you will be caught if you fall. Most of us don't have that. And even most relationships don't have that, I would, I would argue. Because relationships are hard. And that's why it's hard to find one that's sustainable because they are work. But they're worth it, right? And you're worth it. You're worth the love that someone else can give you. But you should be worth it for yourself. 
first and always. So go give yourself some self-love, self-care, self-whatever fun today. And think about where you're lacking and how you can bring that loneliness back to you. Not have it on another person. Not having to wait for another person. Take ownership. And I'm sending you all my love. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I really hope you enjoyed the conversation today. If you did, of course, you know what to do. Subscribe, rate, review, share it with a friend. And of course, I'll see you again next week. Thanks so much and take care.